welcome to interesting infinity episode 3 and today's topic is wonders of the universe i am siri here and today we have flair with us from our team interesting infinity he is going to talk about some amazing stuff today over to you flair good day everybody My name is Flair, as Sri said, and today I'll be telling you about the wonders of the universe and the beauty of everything around us. So first of all, I'd like to introduce you all to the topic of general relativity. This simply means that time is relative, and it is also proportional to the speed a body is moving at. You heard me correctly, that was not a typo. Time is relative and with little bit of theorization you could come to the astonishing realization that you could in theory stop time itself stop like stop time itself if you were to go infinitely fast but here's the thing only you would feel the time stop because no one else is going infinitely fast no other body is going infinitely fast so you would feel a time stop but then you would still be going infinitely fast in re- relative to the people who are observing you in this case which would create a really interesting paradox because it would take you in an infinite amount of time to break through that infinite infinite stop Now, this is really funny to me personally as a, as a guy who has watched Doraemon growing up that time stop watch pretty damn powerful if i do say so myself so this theory of relativity is also the founding part of the twin paradox now for those of you who do not know what the twin paradox is it goes something like this there are two twins one of which stays on earth and the other one goes to space Now, the- according to the theory of relativity, the one in space is said to have been aging less than it went on Earth, because gravity applies acceleration on you at the rate of nine point eight meters every second. But in space, there there's only the universal gravitational constant, which is an extremely minuscule amount. This means that the brother on the Earth. would be aging much faster than the brother in space and this tie also ties back to the fact that your head is older than your toes you mean correctly your head a part of your body is older than another part of your body which is your toes because gravity depends upon how close you are to the center of a high mass object in this case the earth and obviously your toes your feet your whole foot is closer to the center of the earth than your head so by a very minuscule amount your head is older than your toes another really interesting thing about the universe are these phenomena known as black holes 
At this point, I genuinely doubt that there's a single human being who does not know what a black hole is. They are basically these extremely huge vacuums in space which suck up everything they come in contact with, including other black holes. Which means that these black holes merge together to form even bigger vacuums, even bigger killing machines. Not even light itself can escape it. Yeah, th- yeah, the fastest thing known to exist. It can't escape the pull of a black hole. But it's quite ironic actually, the origin of black holes. It's quite ironic. They were once stars or suns much bigger than ours. They collapsed under their own weight to make such a strong gravitational pull that something that used to emit light now absorbs it and does not let it escape. Another really fascinating thing about black holes is, there was this one day where a picture of a black hole came up on TV in news. The reason that picture was so special was because that was the first ever picture of a black hole. Our lives was a lie. Every picture of a black hole before that was an artist's imagination. The reason that was, was because to click a picture of a black hole is nigh impossible, but some people pulled it off. To understand why it was so difficult to click a picture of a black hole, we have to learn about how light works and also a little bit more about gravity. No object has exactly a certain color. They only reflect off light which falls on them. And in this exact process, a few of the colors of the spectrums of light are absorbed and only the reflected ones go into your eyes and show. The black color absorbs all light. That's why it appears null in a way. If you had a Wanta black paper, then it would almost appear as if there was just a hole in your eye where where the paper was. And And that leads into gravity. Gravity depends upon the mass of an object. Objects with super high mass bend, bend space-time itself. This ties into light. Let me give you all a thought experiment. Take, take a source of light a few light years away. Imagine it. Now keep a high mass object in between you and the source of, of that light. Now move a bit to the right. The light source, which is once directly in front of you a few million light years away, now appears to be in front of you even though you move to the right. This is because the heavy mass objects bend space-time, making the light seem as if it was originated from a different direction. So now, how does all of this gibberish turn into the photography of a black hole. So here's what happens. Light can't escape a black hole. So any light, any at all, that falls onto a black hole is just not reflected back. So in theory, a black hole should just appear that. Black. But a black hole is formed with a singularity in middle. An object that's infinitely dense, which bends space-time itself, as mentioned before. So light from all other directions for a black hole 
appear to be in front of the black hole. So it appears as if the black hole just simply does not exist, invisible. That's what makes it so hard to capture a black hole in just a picture. Because there is no image of a black hole at all. Like, at all. So the only way the people who did take a picture of a black hole did it is by using several, several superpowered cameras at the right alignment position of the Earth and then stitching it all up using a supercomputer. That was the only known picture of a black hole known to man and it is also the only way to take a picture of a black hole known to humans. Right, so now let's discuss a little bit about the sun and by that I mean our sun. The sun to us just appears as a small ball of light engulfing the universe with its light. It came into existence with the help of a nebula. I know a lot of you have probably already seen a nebula, but for those of you who have not, stop whatever you're doing, drop the groceries and look it up. It's one of the most mesmerizing things to have ever been seen. It makes you smell small and insignificant. They're made up of basic elements like hydrogen and helium which goes to so show that the most basic of things can be so beautiful. If one or more nebula came into contact with another, they create a high mass object which can bend space-time, known as suns. The sun, our sun, is a giant mass of hydrogen and it's 152 million, million kilometers from the Earth. It is so heavy that in the core of the sun, hydrogen atoms fuse to form iron. It's a real life iron farm. And I want all of those listening to do something tonight. It's pretty easy, so hear me out, okay? Look out a window. Count how many stars there are. You might not find many, and that's pretty likely, but there are about uh, several million, several million stars. Uh, and they're all just hidden by the atmosphere. That's why we can't see them. And each and every one of these so-called stars is a sun. Just imagine the absolute randomosity of that. Several nebulae coming together to form millions of stars. And these small insignificant point-like things are so much bigger than we originally thought they were. And the thing is, the universe is expanding. So over the course of the next few billionish years, a lot more stars will come and go. The expansion of the universe is also the main supporter of the Big Bang Theory. The Big Bang Theory states that the universe was once an extremely small superforce. No atoms, no stars, no moons, no nothing, no structure at all. This was called a singularity. This singularity then exploded to form the universe, galaxies and all that we know today. Me and you, the listener or whoever it is, were once part of this. Everything was once part of this. This was theorized by reversing the expansion of the universe, which therefore means that all masses should once come together. Which 
all form a singularity together so next time you see something anything or even someone be happy and be respectful of the fact that they were once a part of you and you were once part of them and that's why everything in the universe was beautiful and is beautiful because you are too so much flair for telling us about some really amazing wonders of the universe and thank you all for listening to this podcast this is siri signing out stay tuned to interesting infinity see you in our next podcast bye